0: as a child. Greetings, Slimesters, and welcome to another Nightmares as a Child, where we dive deep into some of your 90s nostalgic nightmares to unearth some creepy tales to share with our audience. I'm your gackarific co-host, Brett. And today, I'm actually not going to be telling a tale because my good friend, Jordy, who you've also seen on our bonus episode of Scarecrow Walks at Midnight versus Silent Servant, and also favorite Halloween commercials way back in season one, is joining us today for his nightmare that he would love to share with you today. And to give you a hint at what it was, (laughs) it's based on Are Afraid of the Dark, and it involves a certain clown behind door number six. I'll just leave it to him to tell you the rest. Enjoy this Nightmares as a Child episode of Zebo the Clown. Take it away, Jordy.
1: Thank you for that introduction, Brett. I'm glad that I can join you tonight to share some of my childhood traumas for everyone's enjoyment. But I think without further ado, it's time that we move on into tonight's nightmare. It all started over 20 years ago when I was out visiting my cousins for Thanksgiving break. While out there, I would stay with my grandparents. And one morning, while watching Nickelodeon, eating some sugary cereals, none other than Are You Afraid of the Dark came onto the television. Now you're thinking, what episode was this? Well, I think you read the episode title. But just to be safe, tonight we're going to be talking about none other than the infamous Tale of the Laughing in the Dark. Now, the episode centers around a group of friends. Ouija and Josh. Now, these two friends, they like to push each other. They like to see how far they can take things, always one upping each other on bets and dares. But there's one line that they haven't crossed, and that's going into the infamous Funhouse. Now, the Funhouse is full of all sorts of mysteries, and according to some newspaper articles, it's even where a mysterious thief known as Zebo, once met his demise after performing a bank heist gone awry due to a cigarette that lit up the funhouse. Now what's the bet that they have for each other? Well, Ouija, I know, great name, Ouija bets Josh that he can't go in and steal the nose right off of the Zebo the Clown animatronic that's hiding behind one of the mysterious doors in the mystery room. Now Josh accepts this bet, and he goes in. He makes it through every trial and tribulation, including the open flame just wildly blaring inside of a children's funhouse. And when he makes it to the room with the doors, the mystery room, he finds himself looking at each door. And he makes a choice. Not the right door. He makes the next choice, and he actually gets it. He gets the right door, but he's not content with just going through the funhouse. He's got to steal Zebos' nose. So determined, he turns around and he goes back in. Scanning the room, he gets an eerie feeling and he knows what door it is. So he goes forward. He grabs the handle. He opens it. And who is he met with? None other than Zebo the laughing clown. Now, Josh, Feeling like he has something to prove, he feels confident, he feels like he can stand up to Zebo. but you can hear in his voice that he's not as confident as he seems. He reaches up, he grabs the nose, nothing happens, he's done it. He runs out, he meets Ouija, and he proves that he can take the dare. And even though Josh won and he did the dare, Ouija. He's feeling uh-uh about actually putting on the nose and going to school the next day, as per their agreement. Now, while Josh is rubbing it in Ouija's face, Ouija decides that he's gonna throw the Zebo now. And while Josh isn't looking, Ouija and his sister, they book it, they go inside, they're done. Now Josh is looking for the nose, he's wandering around, and all of a sudden he smells none other than cigar smoke. Wandering towards the corner he thinks it's coming from. Afraid of what he'll see on the other side. He slowly creeps up. And then he jumps around. Ready to greet Zebo on the other side. But Zebo isn't there. And he finds Zebo's nose. Which is what he was looking for. But where was Zebo? He could have sworn that he would find Zebo on the other side. Well, maybe it's all in his head. So he turns around and heads back home. But the camera lingers and it slowly pans over to the next corner around the house. And what are we met with? We see a small cloud of smoke slowly wisping around the corner. So Josh heads home. He sees that his mom's gone out the night for some function, but she's left him some dinner. So he's reading through the note, he's looking at what to do, and he starts to set up dinner. But slowly as the night progresses, he starts feeling more and more intimidated. He starts finding more and more signs that Zeebo might actually just be in his house. From a chocolate pudding Zeebo footprint to a casserole replaced completely with smoldering cigars. Josh is convinced that Zebo is in the house. And as he's wandering the house, scared of what he'll find, all of a sudden he hears the phone ring. He runs over and picks it up. And who is he met with? Zebo the clown's horrible voice telling him to give it back. Give it back. Now Josh is terrified. He's convinced. He runs upstairs to his room. He jumps behind the bed. And as he's sitting there, he realizes that the door is unlocked. So he springs up. He runs towards the door. And just in time, he manages to lock the door shut. But then, all of a sudden, slowly underneath the door, a balloon starts to rise. A balloon that definitely marks that Zeebo is in his house, right on the other side of the door, ready to get him at any moment. Now, eventually, Josh is convinced he has to return the nose, and he does what he has to. Josh enters inside, and he makes his way all the way back to the room full of doors, the mystery room and he goes straight to the door that he knows Zeebo is behind. And he opens up the door and there he is, Zebo, lifeless, still not moving. But we know, Josh knows, everybody knows that this animatronic is alive. So Josh does what he has to. He takes the nose and he gives it back. And as a sign of good faith, he even gives him a box of his dad's cigars, which he just has easy access to, and I'm sure his dad won't mind missing. And with that, the episode's over. Josh learns his lesson not to mess with Zeebo. And maybe, just maybe, Zebo's still out there, ready to get the next victim. Now, most people that watch the episode didn't find Zebo the Clown that scary. They didn't really see the threat that he posed to children. Mind you, the majority of the episode, you never see Zebo moving. You never see the animatronic get up and move around. His presence is felt. It's left behind through footprints or phone calls or sounds from the other side of the door or balloons rising from underneath the doors. But you never see the animatronic moving. And because of this, maybe people don't see him as scary. Well, for me, that was the scariest part. My mind would fill in the mysterious with something more terrifying. What did it look like when he moved? Was he fast? Was he slow? Did his mouth move when he talked? All of these thoughts would run through my head. Now, as I got older, I would remember this episode. And I would remember this clown. But for the life of me... I couldn't remember what it was from. I didn't remember it was from Are You Afraid of the Dark? And because of that, I was searching internet sites. I was looking, Scary Clown, Scary Clown's children's show, trying to find it. And i looked through the options, and one by one, I was like, no, that's not it. No, that's not it. No, that's not it. And eventually, I came across, Are You Afraid of the Dark? The Laughing in the Dark. So I took the episode, I popped it on, and within moments, I was met face to face with my greatest fears again so you're probably all wondering what was it about this episode that affected me so greatly i've already sort of touched on the fact that just the mystery of how he moved and got around was kind of scary and terrifying but there was one scene in particular that would haunt me from that day forward it's that scene just after ouija throws the nose after he's upset with josh and Josh is walking over and he smells that smell of cigars and he walks over towards the corner and he's sure Zebos going to be on the other side and the tension builds and the tension builds and he goes around the corner and sure Zebos not around that corner, but what he is around is the next corner. And that image of the smoke coming around the corner followed by that Zebo laugh, that was something that just stuck with me and haunted me. Just the idea that Zebo could be around any corner. And what made it worse was the fact that it was daytime in the scene. So it didn't mean that like a werewolf or a vampire where it comes out at night, Zebo would come for you day or night, morning or noon. You weren't safe from Zebo until he got what he wanted. So as a child, I would be in the backyard playing around. And all of a sudden, I would look at the corner of my house and I would be brought back to that scene. And I would think to myself, what if Zebo was right around that corner? And it was this encroaching thought that it just got deeper and deeper into my mind. And I would stare intently at the corner, sure that I would see just a wisp of smoke coming around the corner, confirming my worst nightmares. And I guess this thought played in my head so frequently that eventually it manifested into nightmares that I would have regularly. In the nightmare... It would play out much like it did in real life, where I would be playing in the backyard or at a friend's house. And then all of a sudden, I would look at the corner of the house and I would think the thought that I would think, I'd be brought back to that Are You Afraid of the Dark episode? And I would think, what if Zebo was around the corner? And then all of a sudden, I would be all alone. No one around, no friends, nobody. And I'd be looking at that corner and then all of a sudden, just like my worst fears, a wisp of smoke coming around the corner and that was it i would hear the laugh and at that point i think it just scared me enough where that's always where i would wake up nothing would happen after that but in my head i would just imagine zebo would be right around the corner pressed up against the wall just ready to get me if i just walked a few steps too close to that corner so for me i was just terrified by this i would wake up i'd be terrified sitting in my bed Thankfully reassured that, sure, I didn't have to deal with the clown, but just that image in my head that just stayed with me. And it kept staying with me for years and years. Now, eventually, like with all fears, I moved past this and a more general fear of clowns overall that I had. But I have to say, until this day, Zebo still remains one of the scariest clowns in fiction, if not the scariest clown in fiction for me personally. So there you have it, folks. One of my childhood memories relived for your enjoyment here on the Splat Attack podcast. Once again, thank you, Brett and Alex, for having me on. And uh, I hope you all got to live through some of the fears that I had as a child. And maybe they brought out some for you. I guess I'm off to try to get myself some Z's now with those uh, horrible clown memories in my head. Thanks again, and I'll catch you Gakkoids later. Nostalgia Utopia, signing off.
0: Man, what a riveting tale! I, I really loved to hear what he had to say. Man, when he went near that like corner of his house, it it totally unlocked a memory for me that I forgot about when I first watched Laughing in the Dark. So, I'm sure many of you slimesters out there can relate to it as well. Um, so, without further ado, you know we're gonna we're gonna close this meeting tonight at the Midnight Society campfire. But uh, just before we do. Uh, let us know what are some of your scariest nightmares uh, from the 90s when you grew up. Let us know at splyattack2021 at gmail.com and we'll share it on a future uh, Nightmares as a Child episode. All you have to do is record yourself telling the tale and we'll handle the rest. Alright guys, I declare this meeting of the Midnight Society closed. It is dreams. <laughs> It's the most fun in the park when you're laughing in the dark.